0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to another edition of the Mindshare Podcast. My name is Kevin Whelan. As always, it's a pleasure to have you with me Uh, today. I want to talk a little bit about marginal profit and marginal um, costs, and how that impacts the value conversation. So, I was speaking with a client, and we were talking about the value of doing a certain project, and we're working with a writer who specializes and. and at the end of the day, the writer put together this proposal that, that, uh, you know, it was higher than your average writer's proposal for the, for the work that it was. And and we were kind of looking at the project and saying, and actually the client turned to me and says, Hey, what do you think of the value of this? You know, this is this good value for what we're paying for. And I said, that's a really great point. Let's, let's talk about the value. And, um, basically what what this writer was putting together was kind of a form of you know uh, what's going to become a deck you know or a sales deck that's going to help close some very high value deals and you know ultimately, I said, well, what is the value of closing even one of these of these new deals and obviously the the the, the numbers are in the hundreds of thousands so so the value of this project and doing it really well uh, if it helps to close any more deals that's going to be really valuable and I said, okay great so also what is the the value of working with someone who specializes in this area and in this industry versus working with any old you know writer and having them kind of write the things we talk about. And obviously there's some value there because they'll, they'll learn and understand things and use the correct language more quickly. So there's a ton of value in them being a little more specialized, which is a whole other point about being able to charge a premium in this case, probably about a 50% premium over just working with any writer because they're able to know the language and, and to, to articulate things in the way that the intended audience um, understands and, and, and communicates. So that, that element of, 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 of uh, specialization basically doubled or you know added 50% to, to the costs, right? To the price. So, so that was the second part of the value. Well, okay. So if, if we work with this person, not only will we maybe get the work done quicker, it'll be done better, and hopefully we'll close a higher percentage of these very uh very valuable deals. So that makes sense to pay that bit of a premium. And then I said, Well, what is what would it you know, what would it be like if we tried to do this ourselves? And instead of taking 45 days, this thing would take probably months, months and months and months, and then it still wouldn't be as good and and then it wouldn't close as many deals. And so there there's a cost to not to not doing the work as well. So uh, all this is to say is that there's, there's a lot of value in being a specialist, especially if you can communicate it on, well, how is this thing that we're going to do going to like, what's the, what is the value if, if successful of this, you know, for, for even one or two or three new deals or whatever, in the B2B you know case, these deals tend to have a higher value. So well, what does that look like? but also like what is the ongoing value going to be in other uses? You know, can we repurpose this and use this in other ways? And, and in this case, they can. So uh, while this had a higher price tag than a typical writer might be able to command, um, it just goes to show the benefits of being both a specialist and also working on projects that have a high value to the client and being able to communicate that value to the client so that they can see that yeah, relative to the upside, this is a no-brainer expense or no, no-brainer no price. So that doesn't really get us into marginal profit or marginal gains in the co-working world. I help my office clients sell more offices, my co-working clients sell more offices. And then there's various forms of dedicated desks and co-working desks for open desks, meeting rooms, etc. But on average, um, an office goes for about, a, you know, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred $1,500 a month. And some, some of the main you know, some of them go even higher than that, but let's say the average is say like $2,000 a month. And let's say my fees are $4,000 a month. Well, if I help them close, if I help them sell two new offices that would otherwise go unsold, meaning if all of the fruit of my efforts, all they did was create, uh, was to sell two new offices that would otherwise be left empty, then it would pay for my fees indefinitely. Usually people stay for longer than a year, usually multiple years. Um, So how does that, how does that work? Because let's say they're operating at a 20% margin. Wouldn't that mean that you know, I'd have to sell many more times that in terms of the office space and because they're only making 20% margin on it. Well, yes and no. So this is where the idea of of marginal profit and marginal costs come from. So marginal profit is how much profit are we making? Um, or how much of that, of that revenue? So let's say it was going to sit empty and we put someone in there, how much of that would actually, like, what's the additional marginal cost associated with putting someone in that in that seat that would otherwise be empty frankly the answer is none the infrastructure is there the lights are on there might be a little bit of you know small things like a key card access and something else but generally the infrastructure is there so the marginal costs don't actually go up very high which means the marginal profit it's it's almost it's mostly all marginal profit because it would otherwise go unsold right um so the, this idea of value can sometimes not only relate to, well, you know, if I increased your sales by 20%, what would that value be? Um, but when you think about, you know, in the case of selling at least one new additional office, and let's say that that was $2,000 a month, now that would be a recurring revenue expense. So if you sold two of those, that would offset on a month to month basis my fees, indefinitely but because you're a five location ten location co-working space obviously it's not out of the realm of possibility for me to help you sell significantly more than that and to build infrastructure that's going to last many 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 more years into the future and that's going to spin off you know leads and results for you over time way into the future so that's truly where the value comes from but even at a very the worst most conservative uh fiscal perspective on on the roi is you know the looking at marginal profit now if i were if i were selling if I were selling, for example, you know, a t-shirt, a t-shirt probably has costs of goods sold. So it has the actual cost to, to produce, manufacture, uh, and then ship those those individual items. So the marginal profit on that would be closer to, uh, you know, let's call it, let's say 50% uh, produces the shirt, sends it to your location, and then and then ships it to the customer. So that's 50% of the cost, in which case the marginal profit would be 50% of the t-shirt. So let's say the t-shirt was 20 bucks, Every new T-shirt sold has about a ten dollar marginal profit, fifty percent marginal profit. In which case, you'd have to sell significantly more, you know, to get to get that that marginal um, profit offset by say your fees. So it's really important just to understand some some industries have a very high marginal profit. You know, B two B tends to have higher um, higher order values, and therefore. Uh, you know, higher kind of lump sums of money to offset your fees. One of the reasons I like working with B2B clients is that there tends to be a lot more margin to work with. Um, but I also work with B2C clients. I've got a couple uh, e-commerce clients as well. And uh, they, um, I mean, they were operating on a s- significant scale. So for me, if I can help them improve sales by 1%, it more than offsets my fees. But I, all this is to say is just understanding this idea of marginal profit versus marginal cost. How much does it cost to deliver that extra thing that would otherwise go unsold? And how much does it? How much profit will you get from uh, from doing so on a marginal basis versus you know overall? So that that idea is really good in terms of understanding the value conversation. Obviously, it's way more complex. So you know, being a specialist helps you do things faster, better, and therefore creates better results sooner which has uh, benefits short-term as well as long-term we do also want to think about just the long-term benefits so when you're helping create infrastructure and you're helping to uh, improve their marketing strategy or or roll out their marketing plan there are long-term implications of that hopefully positive so that should produce benefits long after you stop working with them as well and you should you should be capitalizing on some of that Um, but I, i always try to say well even in the very worst case scenario what does a break even look like on our relationship and understanding that marginal piece is really, really critical as well, especially if something would otherwise go unsold. If it was going to be sold anyway, why would they hire you? So, uh, anyway, I just wanted to kind of talk about, um, marginal profit, marginal gain, and then, uh, or marginal costs. And then going back to that original discussion, the idea of when communicating value, um, understanding, well, What's the cost of not of inaction? So what will that what will that cost if we don't do anything? What's the cost of doing this thing ourselves? And usually it takes longer and it won't be as effective. And therefore, uh, every every effort will be will be more difficult and more expensive. What's the cost of paying a generalist? And that usually means yeah, more work is involved. The quality is better than doing it yourself, but maybe not as great as hiring a specialist. Uh, it seems like the fees are lower, but it ends up costing you more in the long run, both in time wasted and in uh, time lost. Uh, or in uh, yeah time time wasted I guess, and also effort put into it, internal resources, and then you know what are the benefits? What is the value of working with a specialist who costs more, sometimes significantly more? Well, the benefits are you move faster, get better results, um, and that can and then you know uh, you don't have to spend as much internal resources as well in the process. So uh, just trying to understand that value conversation with clients. A big part of it is understanding the marginal profit and marginal gain um, and marginal costs rather. And, uh, and then also just understanding the long-term implications and how the, how the value scenario plays out over time. I think that's really critical as well. A lot of people might be like, Oh, you're, you know, getting paid thousand dollars an hour, basically to work, work with me or something. And, uh, really what you want to be saying is, well, if I helped you get one new client that would, and they paid you, you know, recurring revenue for a year that would pay for my fees five times over or something. Um, and you just want to know, napkin math or you know what the other options would be for your clients because at the end of the day business is about incentives and the incentives have to be profitable for you for your client uh it has to it has to work in favor for everybody and it's your job to understand what those motivations and incentives are and what the value you're able to create through your work is so that you can charge appropriately while leaving a significant amount on the table for your clients um alan weiss says you know you should be capturing about 10 percent of the expected value and you you factor in risk of not achieving those targets and what whatnot into your price, but ultimately you should be aiming uh, risk included to um, to capture about ten percent of the value for your clients. So just think about that and uh, try to find uh, ways of communicating how you how you deliver great value. Uh, specializing helps a lot, not only in, in terms of perception but then also um, actual work quality that you're able to provide. So I hope this helps. Uh, if you haven't really read into marginal profit and marginal cost before, definitely check that out and then you know have it in your head. What are the other alternative options to working with me? And what are the costs and benefits of, 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 of those other options? And you should be the no-brainer choice. And really the only way you can do that is by being more specialized at whatever it is you're trying to do. I hope this helps and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Bye.